Y'all, it's finally happened. Watts is coming back. Woo, woo, woo. Uh-oh, Watts coming back. Uh-oh, Watts coming back. Uh-oh, Watts coming back. Ah, 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 ah. Drop it low. Watts coming back. Drop it low. Watts coming back. Look back at it. Ah, ah. Look back at it. Ah, ah. Watts is coming back. Watts is coming back. Watts is coming back, back. ba 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 Drop it, drop it, drop it, drop it. Look back at it. Look back at it. Pop, 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 pop that thing. Pop it. Waz <laughs> <laughs> ah. um, is back. Waz is coming back. I'm so happy. This is great. So this is my first uh, solo comeback. Uh, for Wahasa, and I'm um, almost overwhelmed with excitement. Um, Y'all just have no idea at all. Um, but today, uh, so basically today we're going to focus on Wahasa because um, it's all I can think about all these days. Um, is my absolute favorite. She's my ultimate bias in all of K-pop, and basically she's the one. Um, so, you know, she's coming back. She's the queen. We're going to devote this episode to her. We're going to do a full... 360 on everything related to Wasa's comeback. Um, I took a lot of notes and I want to give a rundown of everything. I'll be jumping around a little bit uh, to cover things that I especially liked. Um, but basically, you know, this episode of the pod is, is going to be a full resonance round that's devoted to Hwasa. Uh We're going to go through and provide commentary for uh, the uh, visitor, excuse me, the video teasers. Uh, the concept photos, the upcoming schedule appearances, the track list. You know, we're basically going to try to hit a lot. Whew. Okay. Everybody calm down. Be easy. Chill out. Just breathe. Just just calm down, please. Okay? Pace yourselves. Um, everything's fine. We're fine. Everybody's fine. What's up? Okay. All right. Chill. Every. Okay. Let's just, just breathe. Just... All right, so we have to start with the comeback trailer itself, which came out November the 9th. Um, When this was released, you know, as predicted, I lost my shit, you know. um, What a glorious moment for all the whole world. Um, I got the notification on my phone, and then, you know, um, once I got the notification, then, of course, I'm on Twitter, the whole, all of my whole timeline erupts, and I'm so glad that I had the, kind of the wherewithal to grab um, my recorder, and I recorded the audio of my first watch of the teaser. Um, so I'm going to play that for you guys, um, but I have to kind of set the scene a little bit. I recorded this just before hopping on a formal um, Zoom work call, you know, uh, and, you know, I don't know why, but I was whispering for some reason, uh, probably because I was trying to contain my excitement, um, but also very conscious of the fact that, you know, I had uh, shit to do for work. So it's weird, uh, it's, but it's real, you know, at the end of the day. So we're just going to go with it. Um, so here's my actual reaction to the teaser. Oh my gosh, it's here! Okay, I'm about to hit uh, play on the Hwasa comeback trailer. They just posted it. I'm excited. I'm about to lose my shit. Okay, here we go. Okay. So it starts with her immersion water from... Maria, oh no, yeah, I remember. And she's contemplating the scissors. What, did somebody give birth to her? 
out of a box? Oh no! Oh, she looks like a wet animal. A wet lion. Uh-oh. Somebody's knocking on the door. She's wet. What is happening? What's behind the door? Oh, my God. Oh, of course. Yes. Yes. Wasa. Oh, my gosh. That was amazing. Hold on. Let me watch that again. I gotta check. I'm gonna go back and check her jewelry to see if it was the same jewelry as before. Her gaze is something else. And there's a door behind her. But she's oh, I need a freeze frame on those labels. I'll do it in a second. Wow. She looks lost and in the darkness. Oh my gosh. And then again, somebody's knocking. And then she's walking to the door. And darkness. Oh my gosh, this is so good. I've been waiting for this day. Yes. Hwasa, take all of my money. Oh my gosh. That's so good. <laughs> all right, and we're back. So don't I sound like a dork? Anyways, um, but no worries. I embrace, you know, the foolishness. Um, but only for Wasa though. Uh, but overall, I mean, I thought it was really good. And, um, I had a few thoughts that I just wanted to share just overall. So, you know, number one, um, I just love the continuity of the, the storytelling. Um, so, uh, this, uh, MV appears like it's going to pick up just after the Mar Maria music video. Um, you know, basically during the end when she was kind of, uh, uh, contemplating or, or may have already hurt some part of herself um so uh in the in the previous you know that was the moment when her friends you know basically the other members they show up um in the end and uh this seems to be kind of like a, a different take on that ending where her friends don't come so i actually love this you know everything you know connects with wasa you know one thing leads to another um and uh, the viewer, you know, uh, us in the audience, you know, we were able to follow her progression overall. So, and you see it explicitly. Um, so someone online said, you know, welcome to the Hwasa cinematic universe. <laughs> and I, I actually have to agree. So there was a Twitter user online that I thought had a good comment about this uh, kind of music video teaser. And they said, um, well, actually, let me let me give you the the name of the person. So it's uh, Dreen underscore four with sun. So D R E A H N underscore four with sun. And they said this. Um, I'm actually betting Heijin wasn't lying. She meant it when she said bright concept. I think that the trailer was a close to the Maria era, uh, basically to say that she had achieved the catharsis that she needed when she wrote those songs. She's opening the door to show us a healed and renewed Hwasa. I thought that was great, and it was a good comment. So thanks for that person on Twitter. Um, and, you know, that through line of, the, you know, serial storytelling is kind of rare and unique um, overall. So, you know, off the top of my head, I, I, I can think of, like, uh, one or two other uh, girl groups who kind of seek to do some of the same world building around like a central theme. Um, 
number one would probably be like Luna. I, I know that they had the, the Lunaverse. And then Espa. Uh, I know they do something with AI overall. And they have their own universe. And I admit, I don't really know much about those uh, universes or their stories. I've, I've heard of them. Um, you know, I love Espa. You know, the next level. Anyways, um, so I, I just know them in name only because I don't really follow those groups. But, you know, it's my sense of it is that all of the world building that they're doing and all of the universes that they're building, they're all external to self, you know, capital S, self. Um, so, you know, Luna, I've, uh, from what I understand, you know, they, they literally have created a, a world between kind of Earth and space, and that's cool. Um, but, you know, Wasa, you know, it, it appears to me, uh, she's like the only one that's kind of exploring you know, the de- the inner depths of self, um, basically her journey and, and basically the one that she's bringing us on, right, is uh, dealing with a lot of introspection. Um, so everything is internal. You know, she's literally, you know, uh, taking us inside her mind um, and uh, also inside these kind of competing forces within herself. Like, you know, she's, you know, these different uh, colors, the different kind of internal aspects of her self and it's actually a psychological journey if you think about it it's almost like therapy and i think it resonates because we all have you know these experiences that she's portraying of her inner thoughts so basically you know happiness sadness loss defeat um of of vulnerability strength uh empowerment uh basically trying to you know living and surviving through trials of of uh you know life essentially and it's that kind of internal human right uh experience that's on display that's what was is bringing to us and i don't think anybody else is doing that overall so you know and if they are it's not as authentic as what uh was is serving you know and and i think that's what makes her so special uh to me at least um her art is different and uh but it also you know speaks to that universal um you know, con- human condition overall, uh, if, if that makes sense. So just a quick note, you know, if you are, I think Joseph Campbell, you know, he has a book and a few lectures on uh, that kind of that inward versus outward journey. And if you like those themes, I suggest you take a look at his work. Uh, it comes up as a theme a lot of in, in his work, and um, I may reference it again in the future. I'm, I'm a big fan of his. So the second thing that stood out to me was, you know, the fact that Hwasa is an excellent actress. <laughs> um, I actually really, truly believed her, you know, I- I'm lost and scared as fuck uh, type of face. You know what I mean? Like, in, in not knowing what was going on. Um, I'd love to see her in a movie one day. Uh, and-, and not as Hwasa, like, doing a cameo of herself, but actually playing a character. Um, and I, th- I think it can be anything. You know, it could be a spy film. Uh, a heist film like I could see her totally doing you know an Ocean's Eleven type of a film where she's part of a squad or whatever um and then you know I'd love to see her in a romantic comedy or something like that so I mean basically I'd watch her in anything um overall and another thing I wanted to also remark on was and and I applaud her for is is basically the commitment that she has to you know the physicality of her art um there's a scene, you know, the scene in the in the teaser where she's being tossed out of a shipping box and onto her hip, you know, and then she slides across the floor, you know, it's like, like a, you know, the most fucked up slip and slide I've ever seen, 
<laughs> and you know, and she's wet. She doesn't care about being glamorous, even though obviously she has a full face of makeup. But, um, and then you know the way that her thigh kind of jiggles, like when she makes impact on the floor, like I mean, just ouch, hello. I mean, sheesh. I mean, you know, that to me is commitment, and um, not a lot of other idols, I think, would would take it there and and do that type of work. Um, so. You know, personally, I, I can't wait to see the behind the scenes, you know, and, you know, Mama Moo TV for this because um, I, I want to know how many takes did she, you know, uh, did she have to do to get some of these shots? Like, I'm sure, you know, they throw her out of a box and then, you know, again, she slides across the floor and then she's like, you know what, that wasn't good enough. I want to I want to feel it. I want to, you know, make the impact with my hip again. Right. Take 30 again I could see her being like this isn't good enough I want to you know really feel this concrete and this plastic that I'm slipping on anyways um but I, I would love to see the process and, and and I cannot wait for that to come out another thing that I thought was very interesting was kind of the the signs of or the themes really of uh, birth and renewal uh kind of throughout the teaser um so there was a, a twitter user uh Stellaris underscore underscore 22. Um, one of my favorite accounts, by the way. Uh, I, tr I totally recommend, if you're a Hwasa fan especially, to follow this account. It's S-T-E-L-L-A-R-I-S underscore underscore 22. Um, and they had this to say, and it was just a few just, you know, uh, fragment statements, but I just want to read it out. So she's, uh, or this person says, you know, cutting of hair, you know, equals a, a start of a new chapter. We talk about water it's kind of analogous to rebirth and then it says door uh and new beginning and you know i so i did so i thought that was really cool so you know basically between the cutting of the hair the water itself and the door you know we kind of see you know possibly and based on this you know the perspective from this user you know the start of a new chapter rebirth and a new beginning so I did a quick um, search, you know, because I'm curious like that, and I found a few items on the web <clears throat> that um, may be able to provide some insight into the themes that Wasa is, is bringing uh, with this comeback. So about the hair. So I went to, there's a site called naturallycurly.com, uh, and they actually are talking about, like, the big chop, you know, uh, for African-American hair in terms of, you know, just starting renew. Um, and they said this about just kind of around just, uh, the, the, the idea or the, the act of cutting your hair. They say, quote, we often relate a new look with a new start in life, which can be for many reasons. And then they go on to say, uh, a breakup or other traumatic experience um, are common times for us women to cut their hair uh, as they see it as the one thing we can take immediate control of. So I thought that was interesting. Um, and then, of course, you know, I was thinking of symbolism, and then I went into dreams. So I, I ended up on a dream dictionary, uh, so dreammoods.com, and they have a dream dictionary. And here's what they had to say about water. So, to see water in your dream symbolizes your subconscious and your emotional state of mind. Uh, water is the living essence of the psyche and the flow of life energy. It is also the symbolic of spirituality, knowledge, healing and refreshment uh so and they go on to say a, a few other things about water but you know to me you know water <laughs> wasa water 
water uh, comes up a lot in Hwasa's imagery for her music videos. Um, she's in a, a bathtub for Where Are We Now, uh, contemplating her you know seven-year journey with her members. Uh, she's in a bathroom for Go Go Baby, uh, partying like a rock star. <laughs> uh, in the Mama Mama Much video, she's in a bathtub again, but this time the, the water is actually... Uh, she uses balloons, you know, they're playing kind of proxy for the water. And then in Maria, she's in a milk bath, a triangular milk bath, uh, that literally turns into a blood bath later on. <laughs> um, and let me think here, uh, if I'm missing anything, um, hmm, I think, uh, so, so even... LMM, right? So that beautiful and stunning song, LMM, one of my favorites, um, it was around an ocean, right? Um, and at the end, she has that kind of, you know, enchanting orchestra that comes in and at the end of the song, and, and which kind of gives away to the sound of flowing water, right? So you know, and, and she herself mentioned that the song, you know, kind of and life, you know, had a distinct flow to it like a river. Uh, so, you know, to me, I, I would love for someone to have a 30 minute conversation with Wasa just about the significance of water uh, to her and and her art. Uh, there has to be something there, you know, more than she's mentioned before, because, you know, for, you know, for it to be such a constant uh, in her imagery it makes me think that there's something intentional there that she's trying to and some message that she's trying to send to us um, overall and then uh, going back to dream dictionary or whatever this website was what was it um, dreammoods.com and again just take this with a grain of salt oh my gosh um, but it's just like I said it's something I'm just trying to provide context to some of the images that we saw um, and I'm sure she'll tell us all about it but you know we're in the process of just you know, we're trying to hypothesize and, and theorize, like, what's going on. So here's what uh, the Dream Dictionary said about doors. To dream that you are entering through a door signifies new opportunities that are presented before you. You are entering into a new stage in your life and moving from one level of consciousness to another. In particular, a door that opens to the outside signifies the need to be more accessible to others. Whereas a door that opens into the inside denotes your desire for inner exploration and self-discovery. Interesting. Um, and then they also go on to say about doors. So to see an opened door in your dream symbolizes your receptiveness and willingness to accept new ideas and concepts. Uh, in particular, to see a light behind a door suggests that you're moving toward a greater enlightenment and spirituality. Interesting. So, I, I mean... I guess that kind of makes sense. Uh, what do you guys think? Is a dream uh, dictionary kind of uh, full of shit here? Or, you know, do we believe any of this? Uh, should we kind of bang a gong and, and throw a tomato at it? Oh, cue a song. Tomato, mato, 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 tomato. Tomato, mato, 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 tomato. Pop quiz, where is that from? If you're a Hwasa fan, let me know. I'll tell you at the end. All right, so let's shift gears and talk about the YouTube short. So RBW, they actually raised a few eyebrows of surprise 
um, because uh, amongst the fans anyways, because we were seeing them kind of utilize, you know, real tools and, and, and marketing, you know, for one of their artists. Um, sorry, I have to take shots because, you know, I'm, I'm going to keep this as a positive podcast, but just know all the fans out there. I have been seeing all the controversies in the, you know, the basically the frustration with RBW and, you know, kind of the moves that they're making and not making and stuff like that. So I am aware of that, but we're going to keep this positive um, and uh, talk about, so they basically, uh, they released a short and, um, you know, to me, you know, of everything that was released, you know, this is one of my favorites. So it, it shows uh, Hwasa in an enclosed space and it's like almost like an elevator. Uh, and we see her wearing like a green uh, boa, uh, but I, at first I thought it was a boa, but I think it's actually like a cropped jacket. So it, it has sleeves and then it has basically fabric across the shoulders, but you know, basically nothing else. So to me, it looked like a boa, but I think it was an actual jacket. Um, and she's kind of, she's kneeling on a shelf or like a platform. And um, there's this kick-ass uh, mirror effect that allows us to see multiple reflections of her into the background. Um, so she's like truly infinite. Uh, so it's very cool. So I, I'd love to see the setup for this shot just overall. Like how where, how do they put the camera? What was CGI? All of that. Um, so And then she's wearing like a, a bedazzled kind of full body catsuit, you know, in a pale white and it's almost like shimmery, like silvery. And it ends up into like a cropped um, turtleneck. And she's kind of rocking the severe bob. Uh, so I think when this came out, it was the first time we saw this new look for her and, uh, and for this comeback. So, um, and, and just yes uh, to it all. So, I mean, it looks really good on her. And her face is like so unique. Um, so, I, I mean, she has, you know, cheekbones for days, right? So that blunt uh, bob in, you know, back in her natural black, uh, color, even though I know it was dyed black, but still, she looks very chic, and um, she always does, but, you know, this was just spectacular, just overall, I loved it. Um, so, she's in this box, right, and we see the infinite reflections of her in these mirrors, and let me just say that at first I thought uh, she had kind of taken it there and, and was acting out a scene, you know, almost like a, a burlesque model in a peep show, you know, from like the 40s and the 50s. So, you know, me sitting there, I actually totally thought that, you know, a gentleman caller, right, had gone into the sleazy part of town and put a corner, quarter, excuse me, a quarter into a slot and like a window would open and you would see Hwasa, you know, you know, private dancer, Hwasa, <laughs> the model. And, and then after a time, you know, the curtain would close again. And that's probably, you know, why she was bored at first, because uh, she's waiting for like the next person to put the coin in the slot, so to speak. Um, so, you know, my bad. <laughs> so that's where my mind went. And, you know, basically that kind of throwback coin operated peep show, uh, LOL, right? <laughs> I was wrong. Um, and yes, it just got awkward, but we're going to move on anyways. Um, so it's not a peep show, FYI, FY to everybody out there. And, uh, but it's in an elevator because, you know, the next thing we hear is like a voiceover that says, you know, level two, sensual car park, you know, whatever. And it sounds like a, a British person speaking in almost like that mechanical announcement tone, right? And then the beat drops. Um, and it's this pulsing kind of beat kind of slung low. 
and it has a lot of bass and reverb to it. And Wasa proceeds to do her like signature dip and body roll uh, to the floor. She like she you know if you're a Wasa fan, you know what I mean. And it's just sexy as hell. I love it, love it. Um, and then it switches scenes a bit, you know, and where you know one scene she's blowing kisses, another scene she has um, her she's uh, laid out and kicking her heels. And then it ends with her kind of like shaking her head and, you know, tossing this newly shorn, you know, locks just to a fro. It's just really good. Um, so to me, she is so fucking cool. I love it. I love this so much. And of course, it's like, whatever, 20 seconds. I don't even know how many seconds it is, but I watch it at least 50 times. At least 50 times. Um so integrate that. That's how much, you know, time I've spent, you know, uh, looking at Wasa. I loved it. I love the colors. I love, you know, I love her face. You know what I mean? And then the, that blunt bob. I mean, it just all came together. And again, I want to see the behind the scenes uh, of this. If, if they hopefully they show it because I want to know how did they set up the camera angle? Like, or was it all just kind of post-processing uh, CGI that was at effect that was added later? Um, but if there was an actual camera there and they did actual, you know, triangulating, you know, mirrors and shit, I want to see how they did that. And, um, and especially the lighting, everything looked so cool and, you know, just ultra, ultra chic. I just loved it. Loved it. Loved it. I loved it. Uh, did I mention I loved it? I loved it. Okay. Next up, we have the FOMO mood sampler. So in this one, she's wearing a kind of pearlescent uh, white, almost like New York City style kind of puffer jacket, and uh, also do some streetwear with a like a baseball hat and a cropped kind of athletic jersey. Um, it's all Dolce and Gabbana. And again, you know, my uh, just reading here from Stellaris underscore underscore twenty two. You know, they, uh, this person actually did a breakdown of some of the uh, the costs of uh, the different um, outfits. So I'm going to be, you know, pushing these out a, a, along the way. So the in this, the FOMO uh, mood sampler, you know, it's a Dolce & Gabbana uh, holographic effect technical nylon down jacket, $3,395. And then it was also the Dolce & Gabbana foiled jersey top, and that was $425. Uh, interesting. So basically, kind of like that bra top that she's wearing is four hundred twenty-five um, market price. Anyways, um, you know, I haven't seen anything that confirms um, whether or not you know Huasa is actually an official you know Dolce and Gabbana uh, brand ambassador. But you know, to me, it, it seems like everything we saw, she was like decked out in DNG, DNG. So it seems like she's aligned with this brand. So um, I haven't seen anything, but I, I mean, maybe I missed it, but. You know, uh, I think she's probably a band, excuse me, a brand ambassador uh, for this um, overall. And then overall, you know, the music is good. Um, it was a, a little bit more gritty, you know, kind of with an edge to it. She has a male voice kind of in the background that's saying no fear uh, over and over again. And, you know, I love this, of course, um, but it wasn't my favorite. And I'm going to go ahead and, you know, put that out there. Uh, of all the teasers, everything I've seen... This one wasn't my favorite. I mean, I'm intrigued by it. Uh, I, I'm intrigued to see, you know, if this means the return of uh, rapper Hwasa. Um, I just hope that it just stays authentic. Um, because, you know, this kind of like uh, hood rich style isn't really organic to her, um, you know, true self. I mean, this girl, you know, she's a farm girl, you know, from that move to the big city, Seoul. And now she's like a global K-pop star. 
you know, if, if she's rapping again, um, I'm going to be checking for those bars, essentially, to see if she's still rapping about her own lived experience or if it's something that, you know, she's putting on. And and I, I know, because it's Swasa, I know she's not going to, you know, she, she's not going to want to go that way. I mean, again, she, and that's why I love her so much. She's always authentic and organic. But, you know, uh, I, I, sometimes she mentioned in um, some event, I forget the event, um, where it was a Han Haitian, right? Like the girl that she's on um, that show with, I forget the name of the show off the top of my head. But she mentioned that, you know, trying to find songs has been tough. You know, she didn't, she, for a while, she couldn't find the thing that was just kind of blew everybody out the water and got her excited or whatever. So I wonder, you know, if this type of a song is something that maybe she compromised on, which means that maybe, you know, the lyrics, you know, if, she, if they weren't coming from her, maybe they came from somebody else. I'll look through the, I, I have to check again, and we're going to go through it in this episode, but uh, the, the lyrics, who wrote the lyrics and who she was um, working with, but... All, all I have to say, you know, if, if it's not, if it doesn't feel authentic, uh, then I myself may feel some kind of way just overall, but I support her. I love her. I'm going to love it, whatever it is. Um, but it just, this one just of everything I saw. And again, the bar is set very high of everything I saw is everything's high quality, high excellence is beautiful. But of everything I saw, this one is not the highest for me. Uh, just because like I said, I, it gave me a little bit of anxiety. Like, is, is she going to, what's she going to do here? And not the, it, I don't know if this is par for the course. I mean, this is my first comeback for Hwasa uh, and for any real artist that I really, really love. So like, you know, uh, th- are these thoughts that I'm having, like maybe uh, what if I don't like it? Is that normal? Is that natural? Y'all let me know. But that's what I'm feeling with it when I saw this FOMO uh, kind of mood sampler. So moving right along, uh, we're going to go to the Bless You Mood Sampler. So to me, this was cool. I mean, it was all black and white. Uh, and Hwasa, she's wearing a black suit, you know, with like severe 1980s, you know, shoulder pads. It looks double-breasted with like a dual set of uh, buttons kind of draped down the center. Um, and the, all the buttons are like bobbles and, and beveled and just over the top, you know, that 80s style. Uh, and she has a cigarette holder with, the, you know, her claws out. It, it just looks really good. Um, so going back to, again, you know, one of my favorite accounts on Twitter. And again, I highly recommend, you know, giving them a follow and a shout out. Um, Stellaris underscore underscore 22. So here's a breakdown of the cost around this look. Um, so it's a Dolce & Gabbana uh, Garbadine jacket. So $3,495. Uh, black roses necklace, one thousand one hundred forty-five dollars. Sheesh. Uh, pendant necklace with the votive pendant um, is ninety nine hundred forty-five dollars. And then there's a traditional uh, rosary necklace. It's two thousand two hundred forty-five dollars. And then the pendant earrings are nine hundred forty-five dollars. So just you know, mm, rounding up, um, it's about. Hmm, it's about $9,000 or so. Uh, actually, not too bad. And, uh, but I love the look. I mean, it looks very, I, I, of, uh, everything I see of Fwasa, I just love, whenever she goes chic, she can't go wrong because just her vibe is so rich, so elegant, you know, so refined. She can't go wrong when she's going chic and just classy, right? Um, so her hair is slicked down a, bit, a little bit and is, is further accentuating her face. Um, and you get, uh, again, also in these clips, you know, you get kind of the different snapshots. So there's, uh, she's definitely 
in the video she's doing a photo shoot and in the photo shoot you can see they they give you like snapshots of like different poses you know as she's doing you know doing her model thing um so really real quick i just want to put it out there my favorite part of this um was during it was seconds three through six and i looked and i counted so you press play on it and it's one two three bam starting in second three through six that was uh where she's kind of just staring um with a like a blank look on her face and to me i know that look right and i think lots of fans out there you know that look too it's to me during those few seconds it's the face she makes when she's monitoring herself um and it looks vacant right um but she, she's really just laser focused and in the zone and she's kind of watching and critiquing everything that she's doing on like a monitor and you know she's doing that kind of critical eye thing and to me that face you know again seconds three through six that face is the face of Hwasa at work and it is beautiful to see it's like that artist at work face um, and that is my favorite I love that face that she makes where she's just staring but again she's you know, I wonder what goes, I would love to see like a split screen where you you could see like a real time assessment of what she's actually thinking when she goes vacant and she's looking at herself. But to me, it's that she wants that high quality product and high quality offering to us, the fans, right? And that's the face of I'm about to get this shit done. Love that face. So, uh, but overall, you know, I love everything. And uh, this was the Bless You Mood Sampler. Uh, very good look. I, I loved, I mean, I loved everything. Uh, this was great. Wasis coming back. Wasis coming back. Back, back, Drop it, drop it, back, back. Drop it, drop it, back, back. Wasis coming back, back. What could come back, back? A, 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 a. Uh oh, uh oh, uh oh. What's this coming back, back? 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 Okay, so let's switch over to the track list. So, you know, the track list came out and it came in the form of that, you know, um, black and white image, um, you know, in the same outfit from the uh, Bless You Mood sampler. I, I, right now, I can't remember which one came out first or, or in second. So um, again, I, I'm kind of skipping around, but trying to come, you know, uh, still talking like some kind of an order. But basically in this, in the, tr the track list was came, uh, presented to us in uh, photo form and it was a black and white image of Hwasa uh, gazing at us straight on and you know the makeup is flawless as per usual right um, it's a little heavy uh, heavier around the eye uh, than kind of what she was rocking during the uh, where are we now uh, promotion and some of her kind of other appearances lately um, you know but it's so in this is, is kind of a, a head or, or bust shot uh, in terms of, you know, they've got the head and the shoulders. And then she has her hand up in the foreground. Um, so, you know, the focus is on her face in the background, which is well-defined. Um, but that makes her hand in the foreground, you know, soft and blurry. You know, kind of do that, whatever you call it, the uh, uh, 
the the depth of field around that. So it's it's to me it's it's a nicely composed you know camber shot overall. But you know somewhere. I'm getting frustrated, but I don't know all my terms, but, you know, somebody out there knows all the, you know, the technical aspects of, you know, perspective, but, you know, I'll just say the image looks, you know, really swell. And uh, in her hand is a stylus looking kind of an object um, that's also blurred in the foreground. Uh, so we, we now know that uh, it's one of those kind of old timey uh, cigarette holder thingamajigs. Uh, but on the day it was released, the, the kind of the internet was speculating uh, whether or not it was a pin or something else, because uh, we couldn't tell. So at the bottom of the photo is the track list, and there are three tracks. Uh, number one is I'm a Bitch, number two is FOMO, and number three is Bless You. So there were a few days uh, between when the first teaser dropped and then this track list appeared. Um, so fans kind of on the online were left to speculate, you know, what just what was coming right in terms of the al album itself um so a lot of us were wondering you know when they mentioned single album what did that really mean did it mean you know one track and an instrumental or did it mean like one track uh and an instrumental and then maybe a b-side so maybe two tracks um so you know it turns out that it's going to be three complete um standalone songs which is i think is very cool track number one says I'm a bitch, <laughs> which actually means uh, bitch in Korea, or Korean, excuse me, it means light or shining in English, you know, kind of, so it's like a play on words, because, you know, her name Hwasa means, uh, you know, shining bright or, or light as well, like, and so to me, I love this so much, oh my gosh, you have no idea, because, and, and that's what makes Hwasa so great, because it's, it's her love uh, for, you know, words and lyrics, but also the play on words, right? Her words have so many layers to them. Uh, and so to have, you know, I'm a bitch, right? And bitch in Korean means light or shining. And then her name, Hwasa, means light and shining bright. I mean, so basically having a bilingual double meaning um, to these words and then also tying it to who she is as a person is just amazing. I love it. It's, it's, it's absolutely amazing. I mean, so, and, and let me just, you know, side note here, let me just, you know, further stand Hwasa a little bit here, but you know, to me, she literally embodies, you know, her chosen namesake of Hwasa, right? She is a light, you know, to me and I'm sure to others, right? And that statement even alone can, can, uh, take on a deeper meaning, you know, it, it can, it's, uh, when we say light, you know, we're speaking about, you know, basically the soul, right? Uh, the spirit, that animating force within people, uh, that allows us to be more than just our organs and in this kind of skin husk that is the, our bodies, right? Um, and we all, I think we all have a unique only to us light. And, and I think if you're kind of removing your ego from the equation and you're living your true authentic self, then that light shines brighter and brighter and brighter and brighter, right? Um, and it's 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 actually a gift to the world. Your light, everyone has, everybody has it. Everyone has a light. I mean, yes, bitch, you too, uh, dear listener out in the void, you have a light too. Um, and uh, you know, so does Wasa, right? So, isn't it cool? It's just so cool that the word bitch means light. 
and light means Hwasa. And she's about to drop an album and go apeshit over all of her asses, right? Um, yes, I agree. Anyways. <laughs> so, uh, speaking of bitches, uh, Twitter user uh, Heijin Nation, and I'm not calling you a bitch, um, but I'm just, uh, I loved your comment. So, Heijin Nation, so H-Y-E-J-I-N-N-A-T-I-O-N on Twitter. Uh, reminded us of the comments that actually Hwasa made uh, while giving a rundown of the Maria track list during that, you know, PR campaign. Um, and specifically for the track of Maria, uh, Hwasa talked about a few things. And I'm just going to paraphrase here, but she talked about how, you know, she was living a, like a good life, good and hardworking life. And then her thoughts were like deteriorating. And then here's the direct quote. She's like, Hwasa is saying, you know, if I'm going to live like a fool and get hurt, maybe I should become a bitch instead. I had those lonely internal conflicts. And that's the end quote. And then she kind of went on to say that, you know, she wasn't the only one who, who thought like this. Uh, others in the world, you know, had that same conflict. Uh, so instead of, you know, this Maria, and again, at the time she was, you know, doing publicity for the Maria uh, full album. So she's like, so instead of this Maria, she made it into a rallying cry for all the Marias of the world. And I know y'all remember, you know, all the Marias of the world. And she's like walking up the stairs. You're on your way. You're on a roll. I mean, I have to look it up. I'll put it in the show notes. But there is a performance that she did of that. And it was just spectacular it had water it was you going up the stairs she was you know with her you know her her squad in the back the the camera pans up and does like an aerial shot I mean it's just amazing I love that performance I, I don't remember it off the top of my head but yeah anyways so just to kind of wrap all of this up I just want to say I love Hwasa's mind I love the way she thinks about lyrics I love she the way she's doing wordplay and not just wordplay in one language she's doing wordplay across two different languages and making it make sense and um you know sending messages to the world right um that are um serving as you know almost anthems to people so it doesn't get any better than that it's just amazing uh, so good kudos to her love it love it love it um and we're next up we're going to talk about the um i am a bitch the lyrics poster let's let's do a little bit of deeper dive into these lyrics okay here we go all right so next is the the i'm a bitch lyrics poster um so you know when she dropped this you know again everything she dropped i was getting my entire life for every single thing so in this one though she's wearing red and she this is one where she's like squatting down uh kind of it, it in you know it looks like she's in like a hallway and uh, it, it actually reminds me of the same hallway that she went down uh, when she was wearing that white straight jacket in Maria video. Um, so she's she's in a hallway, but this time, instead of like, you know, this kind of um, uh, mental asylum, you know, type of uh, scenario, it's actually, you know, everything's kind of blued out. So everything's navy blue and it's like navy blue on neon blue. Um, and and real, real talk, so that neon blue, it actually reminds me of... Um, those uh street racing cars right you know i i don't know if anybody spent a lot of time in miami but 
you know, sometimes you'll have cars that are, you know, uh, kitted out and they'll have, you know, an LED underbody lights, right? You know, it's like a kit you can buy. And so to me, the blue um, that they have, you know, the neon blue in this hallway, it reminds me of that. Um, so there's, and then on the walls, there's like photo frames and mirrors and things. And I didn't really zoom in. So, I mean, you know, y'all could tell me more about specifically what's on the walls, but it's just like different shapes and sizes of frames and stuff like that. Um, and then in the foreground, uh, so you have Hwasa, she's squatting down, but her head is like tilted up and she's kind of gazing and contemplating you know, probably about how she's going to, you know, fuck everything up and, you know, leave us on the side of the road naked, uh, wondering how we got here and how can we stay there? Or, you know, maybe not. These are just my thoughts, okay? You know, you look at the picture, you have your own thoughts. I look at the picture, I have my thoughts. This is what she's thinking. You know, how can she fuck it all up? Uh, So, and, and, you know, uh, she's going to make it happen. Anyways, uh, so she's looking, contemplating, and then she's like slightly chewing on like a nail, And I actually zoomed in on this. I couldn't tell if it was like her pinky or a different finger, but she's chewing on a nail. And uh, then she also has like two silver rings on a forefinger. Uh, It looks like she, you know, so it looked like she was wearing like a chain link um, necklace, necklace, excuse me. Um, But when I looked closer, those is more like is chain link earrings because they're kind of dangling. You know, one of them is dangling from the side, unless it's like an earring and necklace kind of a set. I don't know. but, uh, and then, you know, of course, I already mentioned a bit, so she's wearing red, right? So she's doing this kind of fire engine red, or kind of like the red, red, red of molten lava, you know, when, you know, it kind of fir- first kind of cracks out of the surface of a, like a volcano vent. Um. <laughs> ah, okay, so she's wearing, you know, uh, seventh wonder of the world, you know, red, molten lava, red, right? This is like red, red, uh, red bottom red even. And so, and she's in a, another, again, she's in Dolce and Gabbana. So I actually looked this one up. So, you know, I know I've been giving shout outs to all the Twitter users, but this one, I actually went on to, uh, dng.com or whatever their, uh, DNG website. And I looked this one up and basically this is a tool, a calf length dress with draping uh, and, La robe en tulle, uh, basically is $2,695. And, um, you know, and here's the description from the website of the dress that she's wearing. So, you know, traditional, excuse me, excuse me, here we go. Tradition means nothing without innovation. Dolce & Gabbana took this concept as a starting point to rework this iconic draped tulle dress that has been reinterpreted with a new silhouette in bright lacquered red, lacquered red, okay, they didn't say it that way, but that, I'm saying it that way, uh, to give you modern sensuality, cold shoulders with long sleeves and straps, unlined, rear zipper in hook and eye fastening, made in Italy. Hmm, interesting. So yeah, so it's really cool. Loved it, loved it. And I love the red lacquer, uh, red lacquer, uh, and that's, you know, red bottom red, right? Um, <laughs> anyways, uh, so again, she's in a $2,695, sorry, $2,695 dress. Looks good on her. I love the sleeved look. And again, she just looks so just banging. I love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. So here's the best part. Across the whole header of this image, 
Uh, and again, she's squatting down and there's uh, red uh, kind of spray painted words above her. And in the original, it says, you know, fuck you, I'm a bitch. And that same combination can be retraced um, to also read, excuse you, I'm a light. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Isn't this amazing? It's so amazing. Love it. I absolutely love it. So, you know, folks online were probably saying that this is a like a clean versus an uncensored version of the lead song, which is, you know, I'm a light slash bitch, I'm a light, I'm a bitch, um, off the album. And, you know, I, myself personally, I just had to smile at this, uh, you know, Hwasa is so cool. Like with one image, she's still providing two messages and it's, it's kind of, you know, uh, reveling in her own duality. Uh, you know, if we want to take it there. Right. Um, and I love it because, you know, it's, it's literally, again, it's who she is, uh, laid bare, but it's also, you know, um, a supreme level of commitment to a concept, right? Um, so, you know, in all these images um, and, and, and throughout all the rollout, you know, you see this continuity in the duality theme um, that's very strong and very creative and it's just so, 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 so good. I love it, you know. Um, again, you know, fuck you, I'm a bitch. Excuse you, I'm a light. Like, wow just mind blown I just love it okay um so I'll, I'll end there actually there's one more i wanted to talk about there's uh one more just for posterity is the concept photo uh so she's doing is the the leopard print uh concept photo so you know i just wanted to mention it um so in this concept photo she's actually wearing a yellow leopard print um and um, there's a Twitter user, uh, Mahwasahya, uh, so M-A-H-W-A-S-A-J-A, so Mahwasaja. Um, so they gave a breakdown of what Wasa was wearing. So it's basically a neon leopard print charmer's uh, body uh, by Dolce & Gabbana. And I think this is pounds, so 1,250 pounds. And roughly about the same in, in U.S. dollars. Um, and then Tech Boots with uh, Plateau uh, by Prada. So that's about roughly 1,130 pounds. And, you know, it's just a really good look. So I just want to mention that sort of at the end here. Um, and then just in general, in terms of concept photos, you know, as of Saturday, when I'm taping this, it's Saturday. Well, actually, it's, it's, it's Sunday morning. Um, on the 21st, I believe, um, I don't even know what day it is, but, um, yeah, I think, yeah, Sunday morning on the 21st. So, um, you know, you had the, the black, uh, garbadine jacket look, you know, the kind of with the eighties shoulder pads, you know, with the slipped hair, that was really nice. Then you had like the holographic puffer jacket, which I loved, but again, it wasn't my, of all of these, it wasn't, it was lower on the list. And then you had the the uh, hot like lava red tulle dress, and then you had a yellow leopard print look that I think you know it kind of showed off all kinds of like thigh meat that she had going on. Um, overall, you know, I loved all of the looks. I mean, she just again she looks refined, she looks dangerous, seductive, enchanting. You know, all of the sensual. She looks all of the attributes or whatever the, the accolades are. 
love it you know she's she and she's giving face in every picture um absolutely absolutely phenomenal and i just cannot say that enough loved every look okay and earlier this episode i sang a song uh the tomato song so tomato 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 uh that song is actually a song that Hwasa sang in a commercial film uh for I want to say T-O-I-E-C, so tomato T-O-I-E-C. Um, oh, excuse me, t- tomato T-O-E-I-C. Uh, I just kind of uh, mix that in my mind. So commercial film, uh, tomato or tomato T-O-E-I-C. Uh, so if you hop on to YouTube, <laughs> YouTube, if you hop on to YouTube and you type in Hwasa, tomato it'll come right up it's a 30 30 whatever second clip she's wearing a red dress and she sings a tomato song she also sang this song on a uh v live either v live or instagram where they were in a hotel room it was her wien and uh, moonbyul hanging out and this is before her i think maria come back because this is where she actually had the bruised knees and she was wearing the um um, you know, the, uh, blue, um, dress, uh, I'm getting the words for, um, pajamas, but whatever she's wearing. Anyway, so she jumps so in the hotel room. They're just goofing off. It's, it's actually a very good V live. Um, I've watched it a few times actually. And she jumps up and she does the tomato song, tomato. Anyway, she's goofy. Uh, but that's the answer. So if you got that right, you know, cheers to you, Kwasa fan. I see you. One of the other things I wanted to highlight here uh, was that W Korea, you know, they released a, a 13 second clip of uh, Wasa on IG um, or Instagram. Uh, uh, and though you never see your, her face, you know, it's her. Right. Um, and it's kind of like a behind the scenes, you know, again, for a fashion shoot, but it's like the video of, of that, um, like a, like a compilation of different snapshots and stuff. So in this, you know, we see a close up of her lips and her signature mole. Uh, then we see, you know, her body contorting <laughs> to and fro, you know, she sprawled on the floor on what looks like, like, it's almost like large LCD screens that are, that are on the floor uh, in kind of one of the shots. And then uh, in another shot, you see her hand. And in another shot, you see like her silhouette and she's like whipping her hair back and forth. And it's, you know, almost, well, actually, she only whips her hair back. And it uh, looks almost like flash dance, you know, you just need like a a woven, you know, hotel curtain cord to kind of drop down and, you know, have her pull that and then have the, you know, the sky, you know, open up with wetness. Um, And and again, you never see her face. Um, So then, you know, the clip ends with uh, Hwasa wearing like a white uh, bunny ear cap. So basically a white hat, but, you know, it's one of those things. It has cutouts for the eyes. Uh, like she's Batman or, you know, or Catwoman, whatever. But it's, it's a mask, but it's a hat. And then it has bunny ears sticking straight up, kind of large, actually. And they do not look comfortable. It looks, you know, they're stiff, like just straight up. And um, then, so it's white base, but then it's actually covered with, you know, black graffiti all over it. Um, and, you know, if it, if it wasn't high fashion, it'd probably be the start of a like a, a girl heist film from like the 60s. 
overall. So, uh, and then in the background, uh, so the sound, I mean, when you watch this clip, it, again, it's from W Korea, um, you know, turn the sound on because, um, it, in the background, there's a sound, it sounds like kindling, you know, like the burning, you know, like the, the burning and crackling of like a cat campfire. And, and then it, there's also on top of the kindling sound, it has like, it's like a lighter, you know, like almost like a cheap, you know, Bic lighter. Somebody's trying to, you know, how you're, it might be a windy day and you're trying to flick it on and turn it on. You keep, you know, flicking and flicking. You, y'all all know the sound like a lighter makes, whether you smoke or not. Right. Uh, and please don't smoke, but you know what I mean? Uh, you, you're flicking this and, um, and it's like, it's, it's the, the sound that a lighter makes when you're trying to, you know, start a flame. Um, and you know, that, that lighter kind of engagement sound, right. It comes in just about every second. Um, and it's almost like it's keeping time, like a tick tock, you know, like a tick, click, click, tock. And it's almost like a countdown even. And it's, it's, it's low key, low key is kind of dangerous, right? I mean, it just sounds, um, like something's about to pop off literally. And, you know, if you juxtapose that sound, like this dangerous, like, you know, I'm literally about to be a fire starter over here. Uh, you juxtapose, juxtapose that with, you know, you see Hwasa being again, rich and vibrant, but also inaccessible because again, we never see her face, her full face. Um, the overall effect was really cool. So shout out to W Korea. I loved it. Um, and then, um, as this is going, so you hear the, the kind of a countdown of this, you know, lighter engagement type of a sound. And then Ohwasa, she says like in this eerie, you know, guess who, you know, and, and she doesn't sing song. It actually sounds like, you know, something's about to crawl through your TV. Right. <laughs> um, so, and then, and so she says, guess who, you know, before it fades to black and, you know, bitch, everybody knows who it is. Right. Um, you know, she's not fooling anybody. It's obviously Wasa. Um, uh, but you know, guess who, whatever girl. <laughs> so, um, what was this for? Right. So it turns out that Hwasa is one of 13, uh, cover stars for W Korea. And they have a December issue spread called love your W and, um, you know, it was, it was just really cool. Um, and I think, uh, uh, you know, there's some additional picks that came out, you know, from the spread. Um, uh, I don't know if they were, you know, original photos or if they were just kind of, um, uh, stills from the videos, the W Korea videos. Um, but you know, as always, as per usual, you know, folks collectively lost their shit again because, Hwasa was wearing in two of the photos in one of the photos she was wearing a nose ring and then the other photo she's wearing a lip ring and I'm like oh my gosh um you know it's too much to handle it's too much so again uh in one of the images she's like kind of like in a beige um or like a yeah it's like beige or like a pale white um gown and it has a corset on the top and it's but it's more flowy on the bottom and it actually kind of reminds me of the dress that Hwasa wore in LMM uh, music video. Um, so she, you know, and obviously she's looking beautiful as always. And she's wearing a temporary kind of gold septum uh, nose ring. And the way the light is hitting her face, you know, part of her face is shrouded in darkness. And she also has her hair. And then, you know, part of her face is lit up. I mean, it's just very cool look overall. Um, and again, uh, everybody was flipping out over that uh, nose ring. And then in another image, uh, Hwas is wearing like some uh, black workout gear and it's like skin tight, you know, black kind of leggings or, you know, um, kind of workout 
athletic equipment. And then she's also wearing like a crop, a crop top, you know, kind of like a, a black tank with the large cutout, you know, armholes. And in on the top of that, it says uh, bellissima. So it's Italian for, uh, I think, beautiful, right? Or gorgeous. Um, and uh, in this image, she's uh, wearing uh, the mask headpiece. So again, the rabbit ears um, uh, that, you know, covered in the black graffiti. And basically what slays everybody in this one is the fact that she's actually rocking a lip ring. So, you know, scared of you, girl. <laughs> so, you know, again, she's wearing a nose ring in one and then she's wearing a lip ring in this one is obviously very sexy and she's working the hell out of it. And again, on the, across her, so she's wearing like a black, you know, um, kind of uh, cropped top, you know, t-shirt and it's saying bellissima. I mean, it's just a good look for her and, and kudos to her. So again, that W, that w Korea spread oh one other thing i wanted to talk about was w korea they also did a 3d web viewer so if you haven't seen this you know check it out um uh so it's basically in a 3d web viewer kind of image of huasa uh that was interactive um and cool overall so basically you know she had they had her you know like the sims inspired huasa in the, and she had on like and, and i didn't do the the full um i didn't search to see like what she was wearing so sorry but uh so you're gonna get my descriptions of things here <laughs> so you know good luck to us all but um so Hwasa's in like a skin tight full length kind of nude colored dress and she's holding like a pink handbag um and her hair is you know bone straight black hair so i think she had the flat iron come out for this one and you know with some of it full on one side you know one shoulder bare and then um and she's wearing you know she's standing um and she's in this kind of power stance as much as you can you know because i think with this you know skin tight skirt she's unable to open her legs but so far right but she's wearing she's doing a power stance probably you know feet shoulder width apart um, and she's wearing a pair of mules, you know, and she's giving like CGI face, right? And all kinds of attitude. I just love it. Um, so uh, in this 3D viewer, you know, they let you virtually, right, spin her around and you can kind of get different angles on her and such. And uh, she does two poses. So one with her hands by her side and then the second pose when with her hands clasped in front of her and like one hand is like holding the wrist of the other uh, arm. And... Um, both poses are, you know, she's holding this kind of pink bag. So, uh, I just have to say this though, you know, even in Sims cartoon form, uh, Hwasa looks fierce as fuck. <laughs> and I loved it. It was, it was awesome. Um, so I, I'm sure it's still up, uh, but I would do, I mean, I don't even uh, know how to get to it, but I guess W Korea, just do a search W Korea 3D web viewer or something like that. And it was like a banner at one point on their main page, I think. But then now, you know, I don't know where it is. But uh, take a look at that. And if you can't find it, you know, try to jump on YouTube. You know, they use they, somebody or even Twitter, you know, just do a search for 3D, Wasa 3D, and it'll come up. Uh, and again, it's the Sims version of, of this. And I'm, of course, I'm going to break out of this song. I mean, come on. You, you, it's like this is just, you know, asking for it here. Play with life. Uh. Oh my gosh, I don't even know the tune, but you know what I'm talking about, the one. I'm still alive. 
play with life. Oh my gosh. Okay. I totally messed that up and I did not plan that. I'm not doing this for giggles. I am actually embarrassed. But there is a song called Play With Life that I think Kwasa did do for the Sims game. It was like a commercial or an advertisement type of song that doesn't even sound like an advertisement. The song is a full song. And that's just how Mamamoo does, right? Um, but it's a fantastic song. I, I highly recommend it. Kwasa, Play With Life. If you haven't heard it, look it up. All right. So moving right along, you know, from my embarrassment, just step over it. Just, just, just keep walking. We're walking. Just, just keep walking, okay? Um, so we're going to move uh, ahead now, and we're going to talk about the album itself um, and the merch. So uh, the name of the album, I don't think I've even said it so far. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Listen, y'all get – this is me here. This is what you're going to get. Sorry. But, yeah, the name of the album is called Guilty Pleasure. And I actually am very proud to say uh, I did a pre-order. Uh, this time I did um, uh, My Music Taste. So before I did K-Town For You, and they're actually running like a 40% sale right now. But for some reason, I mean, I felt like a dumbass. Every time I went to the K-Town For You site, I couldn't figure out, and maybe it was just the browser I was on, I didn't see an actual place to click buy. You know, like where do you actually add things to your cart and say buy? And again, I felt like a dumbass because I have used K-Town for you in the past. Um, so I know they're reputable because I got my stuff, but um, I couldn't figure out how to place the fucking order. So I actually went to my music taste and I ordered uh, three copies of the album because I'm going to open one <laughs> and then I'm going to have two to keep. And uh, the shipping and handling. Can we just please take a, a pause? Like I had to take a knee. Uh, when I saw that shipping and handling come in, oh my gosh, because, um, you know, it almost made uh, a grown woman cry up in this bitch. Um, why is shipping and handling so expensive? I, I mean, <gasps> I know why, but but still, like, why? Like, fundamentally, why is it so expensive? Um, I mean, are, are, do they have to create um, you know, the, the existence of male in that price? <laughs> Do they have to, you know, then dip it in platinum? Like, what are they doing? Anyways, um, so that, I would have bought more, but the shipping and handling was just too, too, too much. And it was, at a certain point, I was like, you know, what, am, what's, what does it all mean? Why am I, what am I doing? So, um, just a side note, I would love to see a U.S. distributor, uh, for physical units of the albums and things like that, because that would save, especially on the state side, I feel like that would save us a lot of money. Because again, for example, I think, and, and I don't know the real numbers, because I, again, I blocked it out. But, you know, for example, let's say the album is $10. Chip and Hanger would be like 40 <laughs> And let's say you buy multiple albums. Let's say you buy $30 worth of albums. You know, by the time you're done, you're spending $120. And it's like, okay, where does this, this is not connecting? Anyways, but whatever. I'll, I, I digress. Okay. <laughs> where, where, where even was I? I just went, you know, it's like we're, we were going very well. I thought this episode was going great, don't you think? But then we just took a left turn because of shipping and handling. So I blame, this is yet another thing you need to sh blame shipping and handling. Uh, anyways. Hmm. Okay. So, um, quick shout out i want to uh for more information so if you're out there wondering where can i buy or, or pre-order or even buy the album 
I recommend going to Hwasa Global uh, website. So W-H-W-H-W-A-S-A-G-L-O-B-A-L, Hwasa Global. Um, that I just want to, you know, again, shout out to that team. That team is amazing. So I've been very impressed with like the breadth of the info for Hwasa uh, that they track. Uh, they make it easy um, uh, to kind of get a sense of everything that's going on with Hwasa. Um, and uh, particularly from, you know, just personally, I like the pages that they have on the site that are devoted to the accolades, uh, you know, that she has received. I thought that was really, really cool to see, you know, just that raw listing of, you know, Hwasa's the, the first ever to do this or the first ever to do that. And, you know, Hwasa's amazing on these, you know, in terms of billboard and da 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 um, it's just really cool to see it all in one place. And uh, if anybody from that team is listening, you know, uh, I'm just want to say, I'm your fan. You're a fan. You're a fan. You're a fan. I'm your fan. Your fan. Your fan. Your fan. Anyways, uh, kudos to you, uh, Hwasa Global team. So back to the album. Um, and so that if when you buy the album, the album consists of the following. So. You get, and again, Guilty Pleasure, single album. <laughs> you get a 160-page photo book. So just to stop right there. First of all, I just, I'm just i just very impressed with, because again, I'm relatively new to K-pop. Um, this, is, this is probably like my third or fourth bot purchase. And I'm still impressed with the amount of stuff that you get. Like literally the CD itself is like an afterthought, you know, it, it's worth it alone to get this 160 page photo book and it's going to be nothing of Hwasa. And again, I got the Maria one and I still flip. I mean, it's like a nice coffee table book. I still flip through it every so often. The images are gorgeous and it's just really cool to see. So you get the 160 page photo book, you get one sticker and then you get the one uh, CD. So you get the CD with it as well. And then you get a random photo print. And I think I have to look at it, but I feel like the photo print is almost like the postcard size deal. Um, but I could be wrong. I, I mean, I, whenever I get it out, I'll, I'll clarify. Uh, so you get one photo print. And then you also get a, an eight page uh, cookie cartoon. Um, and then you also get a message card, I believe. Hopefully I'm not messing this up. So sorry if, you know, people, the diehards out there are like screaming on the inside, but I'm just reading this off. So you get the message card as well, and then you get one logo sticker, and then you get a napkin <laughs> and <laughs> everybody, when, <laughs> when that came out, people were like a napkin, like what the fuck, right? Uh, what's up with the napkin, right? And, but people think it's tied to the song that she has, uh, bless you. Um, and I uh, I think so as well. So you get a napkin, and then you also get a one random uh, photo card, and then one random poster. Uh, so again, just from the top, you get a 160-page photo book, you get a sticker, the CD, you get a random photo print, you get a message card, you get an eight-page cookie cartoon, you get a logo sticker, a napkin, which is random as hell, but okay, and then you get a photo, a random photo card and a random poster. I cannot wait. When this thing comes in, um, I think I'm going to um, do an unboxing audio. Um, and I may uh, tack that onto a future episode. So, and, and yes, you do care. 
you know, so that's it. So, I mean, ay ay ay, it's going to be a lot. Let me scroll. I'm just going to go, since I'm here, I, I realized that I didn't really go through the tracks. I, I think I just did I'm a bitch and then I just, you know, went on about my business. Let me go back because I did want to highlight the the credits for this. So, so the I'm a bitch song, we already went through it, but the lyrics are by Hwasa and Park Wusong. So Wusong, you know, is her number one collaborator she loves him to death um and then she also has uh some other hey hey young uh gustav landel christian christian carpenter simon johansson and um musicality um so again on i'm a bitch it looks like she has some western collaborators which is amazing um because so it's composed by gustav landel and Kristen Carpenter, Simon Johansson, and Musicality, arranged by Gustav Landil, uh, Simon Johansson, Musicality, and, and additionally arranged by Park Song. So I feel like that means they got a song from Gustav, and then uh, Hwasa and Park Song uh, may have, so Wasa added lyrics and so did Wusong, and then they may have done a little bit of a re rework on it, uh, in terms of like a remix or whatever, and then they got a final product. So I, I wonder, like I said, I, I can't wait for the behind the scenes because I wonder how much collaboration was in that collaboration. Uh, did they just kind of send tracks back and forth or, uh, was it just, you know, here's my track and y'all just do with it what you want. And then I'll just wait to hear, you know, what y'all did with it. Or was it like back and forth and back and forth? Did they iterate? Did they talk? Did they fight? Were there, was there debates? You know, all that stuff. And then the second track was uh, FOMO. So we talked about the the concept images, but FOMO, Fear of Missing Out. Um, so the lyrics are by Park Woo Song and Gemma. And it's composed by Park Woo Song and arranged by Park Woo Song. So I know that that's going to be fierce because uh, uh, it, it just sounds, it's going to be great. And then um, the last song is Bless You. So lyrics by Park Song and Hwasa. And Park Song and Hwasa arranged by Park Song. Okay, so that kind of summarizes everything. Um, it's my first comeback. And I'm super excited. Uh, you know, I, I could break out in this song. But I'm going to save that. It, 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 it just washes over me. I'll just wait until the next moment. Um, but basically... Um, you know, I, I'm, I'm excited for this. I know on the day it comes out, you know, so I'm, uh, United States kind of East coast and I'm, it's the middle of the night when this stuff is going to be dropping. Um, I'm going to be in my PJs. I'm going to be wearing my glasses, all bleary eyed and blessed. And, uh, I'm going to be a hot mess, but I'm going to be supporting, you know, my girl, uh, Wasa. Um, so let's talk about the appearances though. So, um, in the schedule, uh, so in the schedule, uh, and again, this is courtesy of Stellaris. And again, special thank you to, to Stellaris. So you're out here doing the Lord's work um, but by providing, you know, folks like me, you know, easy to follow information about Mama Moo. And I just appreciate you. So again, Stellaris underscore underscore 22. So here's the, the, the schedule. So Wednesday, the 24th, 4 p.m. KST. Um, Quas is doing a fan's greeting on Hello 82, I believe. Um, I actually bought a ticket to that. It's $10. So I'll be on that in, in my time. It's like 2 a.m., but whatever. I'll make it work. I'll, who needs sleep? I'll, I'll make it work. So and then also on Wednesday, 6 p.m. KST, Hwasa, you know, that's when the album drops. And, you know, if you hear a sonic boom of excitement, um, that will be me reacting in real time. And then also on Wednesday, 9 p.m. KST, 
um, you get the Studio Moon Night uh, show with Moonbule. Um, so, and it's officially known as uh, Hwasa's Neighbor Now, Out Now comeback show. And then on uh, Thanksgiving for us, so Thursday the 25th, uh, 6 p.m. KST, she's on uh, Mnet's uh, M Countdown. And then Thursday, also uh, 6.30, that's when Jesse's Showderview uh, episode drops on YouTube. And then on Friday, uh, switching over, uh, Friday, K- 5 p.m. KST, you have the KBS uh, Music Bank. And then also at 6 o'clock, followed by she's doing an offline fan sign event. And then on Saturday, she's doing like four things. So 3.25 p.m., she's doing the NBC Music Corps show. And then at 7 p.m., she's doing an offline, another offline fan sign event. Lucky you guys. And then um, 7.40, uh, she's doing Amazing Saturday, or excuse me, Amazing Saturday episode uh, that is already pre-taped. It drops on TVN. And then uh, uh, the last thing on Sunday, excuse me, the next day, Sunday, I believe, and again, don't quote me on these things, but I think 3.50 p.m. KST, she's doing this SBS Inkigayo appearance. So please check your local listings. Uh, Don't rely on my rundown just now. Uh, You need to confirm this first if you're trying to be somewhere and, and actually participate in something that I mentioned just now. Uh, at the right time and the right place uh, to experience all this stuff, you uh, should not be relying on me. Uh, and if you are, you know, good luck to you. Because, you know, if you end up asked out because I told you something wrong, then, you know, whose fault is that? It's not mine. <laughs> so, um, you know, but just overall, it's it's very, very good to see Hwasa out here. Um, I plan on doing all of the comeback day activities. So Wednesday, you know, starting at 2 a.m., I'm going to be watching everything live because I want to be able to say that I watched it live and I want to see it, you know, uh, unfiltered and just, I'm just so excited. So, um, and then for everything else that I mentioned here, I'm probably going to just rely on like Twitter and YouTube to kind of catch up on everything. Um, uh, and it's going to be great. Kwasa is going to be on Studio Moon Night for the first time as a solo artist, um, to my knowledge at least. Uh, and it's so amazing. So Moonbule and Wasa uh, together on Studio Moon Night. So Naver um, now has, you know, they it's officially called the Out Now series. And, and it's basically a, a special series for, you know, artists who are promoting an, an album comeback at the time. Um, so in a recent show, Moonbule herself um, was hyping it up and <laughs> recommending everybody watch live. Um, so again, I'm just doing a... a um, reading a tweet from Stellaris underscore underscore 22 and it's a translation from the live show that Moonbill was doing so she's saying on Wednesday you know who is coming Mama Moo Hwasa is coming out now comeback show in studio moon night will be aired live I won't say much uh please watch it live uh Hwasa prepared so much for this album so please support her and watch us live on Wednesday and then uh one of my other favorite accounts on Twitter is uh Luna Strelados so L-U-N-A-E-S-T-R-E-L-L-A-D and then the zero O-S. Um, so she, Wasser herself actually did like, uh, I don't know, one or two minute clip promoing it. And I love, you know, her look. So she's wearing, you know, supposed to be a, a collared shirt, but it's, you know, the Wasa kind of uh, interpretation of that. So it's, you know, uh, tied across the front and then she has you know her whole you know 
whatever, right shoulder, collarbone out. And it, I mean, it's barely on her, but it, you know, it's just a wasa look. It just it looks perfect. Uh, so Hwasa herself, here she is. She's saying, hello, this is Hwasa. Um, I think uh, this is my first time greeting all of you alone like this. On Wednesday, 11-24, I will be bringing my new album, Guilty Pleasure, to Naver Now. Bully Unni's Studio Moon Night will transform into Studio Hua Night. Ha <laughs> uh, Yeah, that was a joke. I'm here to let you know that Hwas is out now. A comeback show will be held on Studio Moon Night. If I were to give a spoiler, firstly, my new song. I will definitely show all of you my title song performance stage. And then she goes on to say, um, I will be revealing the album production behind stories, uh, or the behind the scenes production stories, basically is what she's saying. I will be talking about all of those comfortably. Uh, Moomoo's live broadcasts. Come on, tap on the notification icon, receive notifications on that day itself. So please tap on it in advance. And she's basically saying, you know, November 29th, I mean, excuse me, 24th at nine o'clock. I will see you now on Studio Quad Night. <laughs> uh, see you uh, later. Anyways, so uh, I paraphrase at the end. But basically, you know, it's exciting. I know everybody's been waiting on that um, for them to get together. And I can't wait because, you know, Hwasa, I mean, Moonbiul, CEO Moonbiul is going to treat Hwasa right. And I hope it's, it does get, I mean, Moonbiul is successful in and of her own right. Um, but I hope she does experience that kind of spike in attention and spike in clicks. And I hope we all overload the servers, but, you know, it still works for me. Um, so that we could watch live. And I, I can't wait. I'm just going to be watching. It's going to be beautiful. Love it, love it, love it. So quick segue over to... Uh, the next up, so she's also doing a fans greeting. So hello, twenty eight. So again, I already uh, I purchased the tickets. It's ten dollars, and I'm looking forward to this. So this is at before the album drops. She's going to be doing a kind of a hello eighty two. Excuse me, I think I said twenty eight before, but it's hello eighty two uh, showcase. And on their website, um, they have this description: Hwasa is back and ready to show a new layer of her attractiveness with guilty pleasure during fans greeting. Hwasa returns with brighter and more brilliant performances and spends precious time with her beloved Mumu. In this 100-minute long showcase, you won't be able to take your eyes off of Hwasa's unique style, artistic music, and spectacular stage presence. We hope you join Hwasa in this journey while she shows herself as the artist who came back even more mature after finding complete freedom! Exclamation point. So, yes, yeah, so I'm looking forward to that. So just a heads up. So, again, tickets are $10 USD, and I'm definitely going to do this, and I'm definitely going to be there and watching that live. I already bought my ticket. And one of the next appearances, I'm I'm actually super excited for this one. So Hwas is going to be appearing on Jesse's show to review. Je, Jesse's show to review. I mean, dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Jesse's show to review. Anyways, uh, so I've actually been waiting for this day. I think we've all been waiting for this day. So, oh my gosh, it's going to be so chaotic and it's going to be so messy. It's going to be so funny and it's going to be, I, I absolutely love it. So you guys know, uh, Hwasa and Jesse, they actually became closer after they both starred as a part of a group 
um, called the Refund Sisters, and it's basically a super group of you know bad bitches uh, from last year, uh, and basically it will go down as you know one of the most historic and epic moments of all of K-pop. Um, and I'm and actually I'm sorry, you know, I, so it predates me. I wasn't a fan. I didn't see it all live, but I've watched all of the, that stuff, all that content, um, you know, uh, earlier this year. And it sucks that, you know, COVID, you know, dramatically reduced the amount of promo that they were able to have, but it was just, it just looked like a lot of fun. And I'm, I'm, uh, I'm very, very pleased to see that they've kind of continued their relationships and, you know, it is a sisterhood for them. So, and, and I actually, you know, cause I'm a, you know, a English language speaker, right. I actually watch a lot of Jesse content. Um, I, and don't come for me, but I, I actually just like her as a, a host, <laughs> um, I, I I like her music. Don't get me wrong, but I it's not what I gravitate toward. It's not something that I'm I uh, look forward to. Um, and and I know I'm saying it wrong, but I I love her music and I loved her rap in the uh, Don't Touch Me. Like when she came, you know, tell me who's hot or not a right. Um, I loved um, and I think she wrote her own lyrics. So I I I I'm am checking for Jesse, but musically, however, um. It's not my style. So I actually like her as just a kind of a celebrity personality. You know, I like her variety show appearances. So on The Sixth Sense and even on uh, her own show, uh, Jesse Schroeder View, um, I, I consume all of that content regularly. Um, so I, I watch Jesse's show regularly. Um, I really do enjoy it, enjoy it overall. So now, mind you, when I'm watching Schroeder View, I couldn't tell you who the people she's interviewing are. I mean, in the moment, yes, I know who they are. But when it's over, I couldn't tell you what their names or what what, it, what actually really happened. So to me, it's actually, you know, it's just enjoyment, right? It's just that mindless kind of pleasure. Um, it's a pleasure to watch her. Um, and I watch it a little bit after I wake up on Friday mornings. Um, and if I'm not in the mood, I'll probably watch it during like lunch. But I do watch it regularly. Um, and I don't really have a favorite episode, but I do have a few that I liked. Um, I like the one that she did with, uh, Tiffany from Girls' Generation. Um, at, cause I didn't know if she and Jesse were so close. So that was really, you know, uh, I mean, I like the episodes where I learned something new. So that was really new to me and I, I appreciated that. And then there was one, um, episode where there was like a dude that was like unemployed for a time and he, he lied to his mother about where, um, he was, and so he lied to her about being at work only to have his mom, you know, walk into his house, you know, she had a key, uh, cause she was going to surprise him and clean up his house for him, you know, as like a nice little gift to her son. And, you know, she walks in, he looks at her, she looks at him, you know, they had just gotten off the phone and he had just lied about where he was and he didn't, he didn't tell her that he was unemployed. He just, he's, you know, he's, was uh, faking it, right? Because he didn't want his mom to, uh, to worry. So they're looking at each other. And then of course he felt this kind of immense sense of shame, you know, um, for, you know, kind of his place in life at the time. And, uh, he of course felt like he was letting her down and, and then she, basically said you know um and again I'm paraphrasing this is what I remember but she said something like you know all you have to do is be my son and um I won't love you any less um and and dear listener I I cried and cried over that (laughs) 
you know how you're you're I was just minding my own business and I was watching Jesse's shoulder view and you know for the laughs and then out of nowhere this like heartfelt emotional moment came out of nowhere smacked me up subside across the face and about across the back of the head and um and it just gutted me right because it was just so touching and of course this man is now successful he's on Jesse's shoulder view you know he's he's a very successful person now but he talked about his past and in you know that path to the success of today it goes through a lot of you know kind of self-reflection and he had to you know that was his wake-up moment around like you know if I'm going to do this I'm going to do it right and and I'm not going to let my people down whether they they care or not again and, and and again moms are moms right she gave him the confidence to to get up you know dust yourself off and try again right so it was just really good uh, great episode. Another episode I liked was uh, the one with Sunmi. Um, uh, she's she was a fun interview. I, I especially liked you know I think she danced at some point and she and when she was answering the the TMI questions that was funny. Um, just side note for her though, I feel like um, is there something about her? I mean, again, I don't know her that well. I'm I'm new to everybody, but uh, something about her just kind of seemed sad. I mean, it just like there was like a a sadness to her that I just wanted to like, you know, reach through the TV and give her a hug or something. Um, it, it seemed like she was something, something's on the inside, how she was answering questions. And even how I think, you know, even her fans were like, they give her a little bit of shit about her weight and stuff. And I was like, you know, cause she basically says, you know, I, I, I don't really like this weight, but I stay at this weight because my fans want me to stay at this weight and I don't want them to leave me or something like that. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> Anyways, I just want to hug her, uh, but I love her, so, but the, but I know that sounded, you know, pitiful, but overall, it was a very refreshing and fun episode. I, I, pre, I mean, I'll recommend it to anybody, um, and of course, I love me some Chunga, uh, so the Chunga episode was really good, and it was, again, Chunga and Jesse have a lot in common in terms of being kind of, you know, um, um, having two nations you know you, you don't then kind of not fitting in wherever they are so if they're in america they might be too korean and if they're in korea they're too american and you know where is the middle ground and where where can they feel comfortable to just kind of be themselves um so they had a lot in common there and then of course you know you have the the now iconic interview with solar uh and honestly i think this is how i found jesse in the first place so i i think um, some, somebody posted maybe the ASMR clip on Twitter and I ended up seeing that. And then it made me, of course, you know, it's probably what a minute or something. So I, I ended up searching and finding, um, the whole thing. And then from that, I liked, you know, I liked Jesse's vibe. So I, I found Jesse through show interview. Um, and before, cause that was early in my mama moo journey. I, I hadn't even heard of refunds and sisters by that point in time. So I, I, I didn't know any of Jesse's music, um, before that. And, um, and of course I, I love Jesse's vibe. Uh, but, but you know, her, her New York city kind of brashness is just not my style overall, but, um, you know, but, you know, <laughs> But again, I love Jesse, so don't don't come for me at all. I love Jesse, but again, I actually personally, personal choice. I actually like her better as a hostess with the mostess and her variety show stuff. She's like she's hilarious and just charming and funny as hell on the variety shows. And then I think the the last thing about Jesse Showderview, and I, I didn't expect to to talk this long on about it, but 
Um, my favorite segment that she does, but I'm, I'm just trying to prove to you guys that I'm actually a true fan of Jesse Shoulderview. I watch it all the time. Um, my favorite segment is the the life chart segment, uh, where the kind of the the guest of the day, and she doesn't do it for every guest, but the guest they they plot basically. She gives them a blank graph, and it has like a x and y axis. And she has them chart the highs and lows of their life uh, on this chart. And so she gives them a, you know, a marker and she has them kind of give a play by play. And, and again, I don't know these people. And again, and even after the, the episode is over, I still don't know these people, but I do appreciate like through when they tell you about their life, like they'll, they'll say, you know, it starts going up into the, to the right and then it plummets you know for whatever like oh you know and then you know something happened or I went to the army or whatever and then it goes like negative and then they have to regroup and it, it kind of tells the story of how they had to um, kind of recover from you know life's challenges and it's just really good to connect I mean you connect with these people so again I don't know them but I connect with them because they're telling their life story and it's a very very good segment if you ever watch it and and I would love to see a supercut of just the 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 life chart segments because this is a, it's a good segment. So overall, um, and I wonder if uh, Jesse will do it with uh, Hwasa, but I, I doubt it. I feel like she's going to do the close up interview because she wants to get all over. Well, she loves Hwasa, so she's probably you're going to use that as like a ploy just to get up in Hwasa's face because that's where she wants to be anyways, right? And and you know, don't we all want to be in that position? <laughs> so I think she's going to do a close-up interview. Um, and then I saw the in the promo, she's going to do the lie detector test. Uh, but I would love to, for her to to do the life chart. But, you know, who who knows what what else will occur. So I'm very, very uh, looking, much looking forward to the, the Jesse Schroeder view. I mean, if, if you didn't catch on so far. <laughs> um, and then just two quick things, just I wanted to, in terms of appearances. So uh, Hwasa and Moonbule are going to be on Amazing Saturday together. Uh, they already taped it, and from the clip I saw, it looks like they're going to have a lot of fun. So uh, Hwasa is probably going to be. It looks like she gave them a preview of you know her dance from her solo song, um, and then Moonbule is sitting next to Taeyeon, uh, who's from who's her idol from uh, Girls Generation. And, uh, you know, she's even quoted from earlier this year, you know, standing Taeyeon. And, and so here's a tweet from uh, Kiwi Buley. Uh, so K-I-W-I-B-Y-U-L-I-E on Twitter. Um, she kind of reposted a, a Moonbill quote. Uh, so this is how I found this Moonbill quote. And it goes like this. It says, I was a fan of uh, SNSD or Girls' Generation. For me... I was a fan of Taeyeon. Uh, my phone background was Taeyeon, and I've met her in real life. She ended me. She really ended me. The moment she walked in, I was like, I'm dead. It was like I was dreaming. And that was Moonbyul from March of 2021. So I guess they have met before, but this time they're actually sitting next to each other. But then later in the clip, um, Moonbyul is crying. <laughs> and uh, she's in. she's crying over Hanae. Um, and basically, you know, the guy who taught her and Hwasa, you know, how to rap kind of during their pre-debut trainee days. Um, so she says she owes everything to him. And, um, it was just very touching, even in the, the promo clip, it was very touching. Um, and it was kind of one of those full circle moments for Moonbyul. So I'm sure that was, it's going to be really cool to see that overall. Um, and then there are, you know, just more clips in the promo of, you know, Hwasa being adorable and kind of, you know, she's working that new haircut, let me tell you. 
uh, love that for her. And, um, and I'm looking forward to whenever the episode does drop. Uh, and it's just always good to see the girls, you know, twinkling and shining. And then the last thing I want to mention was there's a breaking music chart. So Hwasa was on Melon's uh, breaking music chart as a judge. So I already watched this. Um, it was very cute. I mean, she, so from, from the episode, it looks like from the clothes she was wearing, um, it looks like she actually filmed this on the same day that she filmed, uh, Jesse show to review taping. Um, and she was really nice about it. I don't think she said anything bad about any of the, the contestants. Um, and just random real quick though. I mean, I love her speaking voice. So she has a very unique, um, accent when she's talking and, and actually, <laughs> there's actually a random clip of Chunga uh, that I saw where she was talking about how Hwasa likes to look at the stars and actually came over to uh, her house one day, you know, to go up on a roof and, and look at the stars uh, from her apartment. Um, so Chunga, the reason I brought that up is Chunga actually does a very good impression of Hwasa's accent, uh, which is spot on and, and actually kind of eerie to hear. Like it... If I wasn't seeing that Chunga was doing it, I would have thought it was Hwasa. She's really good. Um, but long story short, so Hwasa's on the Breaking Music Chart um, appearance, uh, or the show, and I think the appearance overall was really good. Um, and, you know, if I was an up-and-coming artist, I mean, it would mean everything to me to have someone like Hwasa listen to my music and kind of literally know who I am. Um, so I know it was very special for those artists, and, and kudos to them. So yeah, so I'm going to end it there. I know I kind of went long. And, and again, this is a, an a episode entirely devoted to my girl, Hwasa. Um, I am very excited. If you hadn't, you know, clued in, I'm very, very excited for this comeback. It's my first ever comeback for Hwasa as a solo artist. So, uh-oh, 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 what's coming back? Uh-oh, what's coming back? Uh-oh, what's coming back? Look back at it. Drop it low. What's coming back? Drop it low. What's coming back? Pop, 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 pop. Shake a titty. Shake a titty. Ah, ah, ah. What's this coming back? What's this coming back? Back, 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 that sound was i just made but just go with it just go with it drop it drop it drop it drop it drop it drop it pop it pop it pop it for wasa pop it pop it pop it for wasa pop it pop it pop okay i'm gonna stop uh anyways i am excited so with that i'm gonna conclude episode two and this was kind of a special Resonance Round episode where I did a deep dive on all the preview of Wasa coming back. She's coming back next week, Wednesday, 1124, 6 p.m. KST. I cannot wait. So I think, you know, stay tuned. Um, we'll see if I go. Uh, so next episode, you know, the comeback, she sh the album should be out. I'll give you my um, first impressions and then also just my, you know, random random ass thoughts around what I thought about the album I'm sure it's going to be great and again I know Was has been working hard and I just I want her to have all of everything you know if there's anything out there I want her to have it whatever she wants and um just wishing her the best overall um I will get back to also doing updates for all the other members I mean there's a lot going on you know season's greetings um you know for Mama Moo also season's greetings for Wean and Solar's, you know, still doing all kinds of stuff. So 
Um, I'll get back to kind of the regular updates for all the members starting next week in episode three. Um, but for now, again, I'm a Wasa stan. Wasa bias is part of the reason I have this uh, podcast now. So thank you for your patience and allowing me to, again, just revel in this moment, which is, you know, kind of the, the pre-comeback um, time for wasa i i just love it so uh i appreciate it y'all have a good one uh as always you know wherever you are i hope you're being easy and you have a great rest of the day